0: Hi there, it's from Friends Abroad Relationship School and today is day 29 of the Intentional Healing Web. And um, I wanted to share with you today about being in the moment. This is a very powerful concept and um, I think in psychology or in emotional intelligence with Daniel Gorman, he refers to it as a form of mindfulness to be present. And I think Eckhart Tolle calls it the power of now. This is a a stoic concept. And what we want to learn about stoicism is that it has a lot of tools, not just a single tool that you apply to get to a state of tranquility, to cultivate tranquility, to buy tranquility, they call it, and to improve the quality of life or a state of unconditional peacefulness. So this is achieved through tools. Being in the moment requires that you learn to use tools to parent yourself. Because sometimes I hear schools of thought that say that you need to just observe your thoughts and let them go. And whilst that works for someone who has learned to manage themselves over a period, who has practiced parenting themselves, for someone who is anxious about something, for someone who is anxious about a specific situation or depressed, for someone who has issues going on in their lives, they've had a breakup, they have got children who are playing up or they're feeling challenged at work, to... Ask them to observe their thoughts and let them go is probably not likely to help them to get to a state of self-leadership. What I have learned myself is that if someone has a situation, they need to practice parenting, to practice using tools, to practice or to learn getting back to the present because the idea consequently for us to cultivate peacefulness is to learn eventually to focus on what is in front of us and that is what we mean by being present just focusing on what's in front of us rather than the past or the future so it is essential that we learn and develop a strategy to get to that stage where we can be present in each situation. And this requires that when we have triggers, we parent ourselves. But the first thing we need to do is to practice in the time that we are okay, okay okayish, or even when we are struggling, But we need to apply tools of learning to be present in each moment. For example, the very act of self-care in the morning when you haven't done anything or gone anywhere, is an act of being present. When you do your self-care, you wake up to yourself and you notice that you are alive. And you practice gratitude and you do a meditation to improve the mind body gap and be present and you do your cathartic shake and you hug yourself and you talk to yourself and you do deep breathing exercises and you set an intention for your day so that is being present you are in the moment you are noticing what is happening around you and you are in, in an act of appreciation which is very important uh, to help you to stay present and then when you get into the day there are ways to stay present such as monitoring or observing your thoughts learning to be mindful when you get into interactions with others having your values and triggering your boundaries when something is happening so that you are not taken away or flown away by the currents of any situation that you might encounter. You stay grounded or anchored in who you are and you say no when you do not want to do something and you say yes because it feels good to you. And also you practice forgiveness when things happen and they go wrong. But that act, forgiveness and less complaining, they come with ...objectively assessing your situation, your environment and parenting yourself. Because that is very important. Without parenting yourself, we are saying that you will be bypassing your emotions. Because whatever you encounter in life that triggers you involves your emotions. And to be present is to tune into your emotions. So rather than focus on people and what they are doing... You can focus on how you are feeling about it, that is presence, and parent yourself. And then you come back to a state of peacefulness where you can now focus fully on what is happening around you rather than focusing on that problem then or that problem that might be coming ahead of you. So those are important acts of uh, mindfulness, of staying to, to lead that lead to staying present. And you also practice kindness, it will help you to improve your emotional baseline, and it will also help you to stay where you are as you notice others and you smile, and as you notice others and you offer something or you help them out in some way, because that is your environment, that is your present environment. You are being present. Because there is no other life apart from the life we have now. Most of the time we tend to worry about what's going to happen in my relationship, What did they do last year but we might not be there the next day when we think that we need to fix this relationship or we need to talk to them and shout at them about the relationship so it is important that we live in each moment with appreciation with gratitude and we are not saying that living with gratitude and appreciation is an act of saying that our feelings don't matter when we are triggered as i said we need mother inside of us we need to trigger the inner mother and parent ourselves in the times that we feel challenged so that we can come back to the present moment that is very very important and when we are triggered we also apply the sixth same tool and look into solutions because if you are triggered or you are anxious or have negative thoughts about a situation where you cannot pay your bills then ignoring those thoughts and letting them go is not going to help you to pay your bills if you are in a relationship where someone is not consistent and then you want to let go of those thoughts, you are not going to be okay unless you address the situation, what is within my control and what is what outside my control. And this is what the stoic taught us, dichotomy of control. Because then you can recognize what you can do yourself and what you can let go of and maybe what you can influence. And when you have created solutions that I need to manage myself and parent myself and soothe my anxiety and expectations. And maybe I might need at some point when I meet this person in that present moment, which is in the future, to discuss my needs with them and maybe find out if they are willing to address them or to step up. And then you leave what the other person is supposed to do to them because you trust the process which is another part uh, or act that is helpful for you to be present. Let go of attachment to outcomes. But that doesn't mean to say you do not express yourself or you do not um, adhere to your boundaries or you do not parent yourself because you need to soothe. In our humanness, it's very difficult to just let things go without addressing them. That is the thing. And we need to start by addressing the situation first. Initially, in our healing journey, in the initial stages or acute stages, of our healing we need to address the situations and then when we have addressed learned to address the situations it becomes easier and easier to parent ourselves in a short period of time and use tools such as catharsis hugs words of affirmations gratitude and bring ourselves back to the present moment which is what we need for unconditional peacefulness so that is very important we need tools to come back to the present and when we are practiced in our tools we still need them but we can apply them really quicker this is what I call the spiritual phase of healing when you are now able to trigger your tools in a short time in a short space of time to detach parent you ask yourself what's going on um, looking into pre triggers sensations images feelings thoughts ask yourself why one why and then you parent yourself and soothe yourself with five love languages and five senses, whatever is available in that moment. And then you create quick solutions and you do your cathartic shake and then you exit your connection with your inner child. And you say to yourself, I'm okay now. I've got some solutions and I've, I'm soothed and I need to be present now. What is in front of me? What can I do for myself right now? That is why we do mindfulness. That's why we do 54321 and all those um, practices that help us to come back to where we are. So that is what I wanted to discuss in a nutshell about about mindfulness. So it's very important that we recognize what we can do, dichotomy of control, in order for us to bring ourselves in the present moment. And a quote by Marcus Aurelius where we said, we do not need to be anxious about things, because we might not be here tomorrow. We will not be here at some point. So it's important that we stay present and we enjoy the present moment. And do acts and, ex- and experience life so that we've got something to talk about at the end of our days. So that's the first topic for today. And the second topic as usual, I would like to ask you what you have done for yourself today. How did you love yourself with 5 Love Languages? Is there anything that you were planning to change yesterday that you changed today or something that you did today that you feel you need to change tomorrow? It's important that you set an intention for tomorrow and look into three people who inspired you and inspiring does not mean to say they did something positive. People who also do things that trigger you can inspire you to take positive action because life is duality. Polarity is required in life. There are two sides to each coin. So it's important that we accept both. The next part of our journey tonight is to do a sift sim. And yesterday I shared a sift sim about a life question. And the life question was what I wanted to do for my self-development going forward. And I made a decision that I want to look into being kinder, being, having more humility and um, doing the best that I can in this life in this period and I'm not seeking perfection but I am seeking development and um, I am looking into each day uh, evaluating myself and looking into what I have done and I was in a reflective state today and I felt that I can um, improve the way I relate with others but more so the way that I relate with myself in order to relate with others in a positive and healthy way. So that's that. I hope you've got your own reflections for your own system or for your own developmental needs, areas that you want to address. The next stage we are going to do is now to do a system. And um, what I would like to look into today is to do a system around a relationship question. Maybe you have been healing and you want to find out when you can be ready for dating. So the question or how to articulate the trigger statement might sound like, when do I start or go back to dating after healing? So that is a life question that is done that is addressed using a system and uh, maybe your score let's look into a score uh, maybe your score around this is probably a six out of ten because you really feel that you want to know what you are doing with your life since you are doing some healing work so let's look into pre-triggers what story or stories are there that might have led to that healing or that are causing you to ask this question. Maybe you are, you have unhealed traumas that you are working on. And maybe you have a history of unhealthy relationships. And maybe you have been stressed recently or you saw a couple and it just made you think that you wanted to date. So those are some pre-triggers you might have. And maybe you don't have a self-care routine you might be healing but you don't have a self-care routine some people are healing in different modalities or different environments so a self-care routine can help you to improve your emotional baseline so let's take some deep breaths in and out in out in out okay I invite you to join me as we do this. And I invite you to reflect on something, a trigger that you might need to work on for yourself so that you participate in this exercise. And the next thing we need to explore are sensations. So what are your sensations in your body from toe to to top? So maybe like I've got cold feet right now. Uh, They are very common cold feet at night for me. I've got um, a bit of achiness, and I've got uh, heaviness in my shoulders, and I've got some, oh, my, my stomach is settled. Uh, and I've got some uh, tension in my neck, and also tension on my face. And when we do this, it's important to just uh, release that tension with a facial massage or massaging any part of your body. That might not feel comfortable because we need to learn to tune in to our sensations to find out what is happening in our bodies and my 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 hand is is, is aching a bit, my wrist but it's um yes, it is aching a bit, so those are sensations, and uh, I've got this um like a, a a probe just run through my tummy. Just here. So the next thing we need to look into are mental images. What are the mental images around this question? Maybe you recall yourself with your ex. Maybe you are thinking about the couple you saw holding hands together and it made you feel nostalgic. And feelings. Maybe you feel sad. Maybe you feel hopeful that you might be going to improve your relationship outcomes maybe you feel anxious that it might take you a long time to get back to dating maybe you feel disappointed that you haven't managed to uh, secure a healthy relationship so far maybe you feel upset and maybe you feel happy that you are in a state of healing so all those things, uh, thoughts, feelings might uh, be going through you. And the thoughts, maybe you are thinking, I really would like to be with someone. Or maybe you are thinking, I want to get into a relationship, but I also want to be in a safe and healthy relationship. Maybe you are thinking, oh, this is just too much. I don't know what I'm going to do and how long this is going to take me. Maybe you are thinking... Oh, it's good that I probably take my time so that I can get into a re- healthy relationship. So, you might have uh, a variety of thoughts going through your head, and then the next stage is why. Why are you concerned about a time ab- about the time that you need to start dating? And um, perhaps you miss being with someone, and you also need to have a timeline about when you will be ready and what, how you will know when you'll be ready to go back into the dating field. So, because you are worried about uncertainty and uncertainty was a problem for you in your childhood, in which case you've got unmet needs for predictability. Um, you also need to be in control and to have autonomy around your situation and also the freedom of choice. You really need that because it will be helpful for you to have an idea of what and when you will be able to date again or to meet your sweetheart or the love of your life so that is fine whatever answer you've got about when you, why you are asking why you want to go back to dating again and then the next stage is to parent yourself. So whatever situation you are going through, whether you've joined now or you joined earlier, if you joined earlier, you might have an idea of a situation that you are working on. If you just joined now, just think of a situation that you are struggling with and join us as you parent yourself. What I normally recommend when you are parenting yourself, imagine what you would do for a young child who's coming to you, with a similar situation to yours that's what self-parenting is simply about so let's do that let's parent our inner child i'm going to parent my inner child thinking about this um, trigger example it's not my trigger but it's an example that i am sharing for people who might be in a situation where they are healing and they want to know when it will be best to go back to dating so Give yourself a regulatory hug as you would do a child you love, and maybe rock yourself. Then speak your name as you wish, as you as you meet your inner child. M- speak your name, hello, uh, memory. It's good to see you, and I'm glad that you are here. I love you so much, and I want you to know that I'm going to do my best to make sure that we heal. And we get to a stage where we feel safe with each other. I understand that we have anxiety around when to get back to dating. But it's okay, we have time and we need to get back to a relationship that is much healthier so that you feel safe. I don't want to keep hurting you or to have you triggered all the time when we choose the wrong person. It is important that we get to know each other first and we learn to relate with each other and to be together without needing anybody and then when we meet someone we need to be aware of what's good for us and what matters i love you so much and i want you to hang in there i'm really grateful for you to have you in my life and i do care about you a great deal you are doing such a great job and we've got this I want you to know that I'm going to take this moment now to look into a plan I can create to help us so that we can have an idea of how we can work on ourselves and improve our outcomes. I love you so much. Hang in there and I'll see you soon. And then you say goodbye to your inner child and then you can do a cathartic shake if you want just to release the tension if you are feeling stressed about your situation whichever situation you are working on and if you are working on this sometimes you can light up a lavender candle or any candle that you like that can soothe you a calming candle you can also have a a cup of chamomile tea on the side or any tea that you like that's calming for you so that that can help you to soothe you because there's so many ways that we can soothe ourselves but sometimes we don't realize that we can actually do these things and sit with ourselves and attend to our triggers and the next thing that we need to do is to look into reframes so reframes come in two parts thought replacement and role reversal so what thoughts can replace the thoughts that we had about, oh, maybe I I am really keen to get back to dating. There is time, you can take your time and um, allow yourself to heal and allow yourself to develop your self-relationship so that any relationship you encounter will mirror your self-relationship and it will be much healthier. There is no rush out there. And maybe know that you've got a target, set yourself a target, and also explore modalities that are really helpful for you and include daily tools like objective evaluation of triggers and them, so that you learn to parent yourself consistently. And also learn relationship skills skills so give yourself time is a very good reframe and maybe role reversal maybe what would someone who loves you a friend who cares about you say to you about this if they found out what you are thinking they might say just hang in there give it a little bit of time you are doing a great job so that's what you think about and remember also You have gone through some situations before and you can go through this. Give yourself time. And then solutions. The first solution for our healing when we do sift for short-term solutions and for long-term solutions is self-care. That's the first solutions for both times because it's important that you start a self-care routine. And then the next solutions are fit for purpose for this situation. What solutions can we apply? Um, We also look at the pre-triggers and the trigger itself. What did we say about the pre-triggers? Maybe you have got a history of toxic relationships. So it's important that you really take time, you give yourself a timeline to say, I really need six months minimum to heal myself so that I don't keep repeating patterns. We have looked at the pre-trigger. And then looking at the thoughts, It's important to manage your anxiety so that you are not rushing back to dating. Take your time. And also learn to have an example self-relationship. That is a standard for all the relationships that you will uh, get into in future. So that is helpful. And seek support if you are doing this on your own. Seek accountability and find someone who can support you and also someone who can sort of speak to you and let you know that it's okay to wait rather than rush and invest in your self-relationship by doing activities creative creativity any other interests and exercises so that you are not focused on romance only and also invest in a in an immediate circle A healthy immediate circle in your family, friends, children and other people so that your fixation is not on romantic relationships only. And also support and therapy, counselling or CODA or, you know, groups that support you. And also look to any other areas or addictions that you have that you need to work on and seek support in support groups. Support groups are the best places to heal most of the time but you can also seek um, therapy uh, and uh, counseling on top of that because you want to continue to get support and when we get support in groups with other people we also develop relationships in there with, with different people and that can help us to feel heard and then you also help the greater good and you invest in you know your children and also then your greater good help others offer your gifts offer your extras offer your spare time volunteer you name it so that's important so that you are not only focusing on a romantic relationship which many people probably end up doing and then they struggle uh, when they get into one because that's all that mattered to them We are not saying it doesn't matter, but we are saying there is a priority relationship that is waiting for you to address. And that is the relationship with yourself first. And when you have tackled this relationship and you have strengthened it and you feel good in yourself, whether you are in a relationship or not, you do not attach to outcomes. You do not attach anyone or anything to your goals. Then it's easy for you. To find the right relationship to win off wrong, uh, to weed off wrong matches and not hang on to people who are toxic. For you and for your children and for your well being. So that is important. And then long term, maybe you have decided that you are going to heal for six months. So your long term starts after six months. What will you do after six months? You will then start to evaluate where you are and um, then you also look into uh, maybe creating another system to start dating. How do you want to start dating? Maybe you go on dating sites, maybe you hang out with your friends in pubs or bars, maybe you go on holiday and something and you meet somebody there, or you just let it go, come naturally. But you've got to do something to meet people, otherwise they're not coming home to pick you up. So that is what you might do or say or decide in your system about um, the question where you are healing, and you want to find out when you can go back to dating. That's helpful there might be other solutions out there uh, but it's important that you commit to yourself first in a nutshell then once you have done your system you can do a cathartic shake you know I will always smile when I have done this because it feels good you know cathartic shake and the tremble so we have shaken off that energy and this is something that you can do when you are feeling triggered just go like that and you feel good you feel good because you release endorphins and um once this is done you can sit down and write in general and then um if you are still feeling a little bit triggered you can do five four three two one look around do five things you name uh three thing five things you you see Four things you touch, three things you smell, two things you um oh, taste, and one thing you is it smell, touch, hear, and and it's three sounds, two uh <laughs> to taste one taste and two uh, well don't worry about it it's it's five it's f- five senses I'll leave that with you um so the next thing that you want to do is to look into maybe another exercise that you can do after that so today our grounding exercise is meditation and what i normally say is that um there are experts out there who can teach you how to meditate if you want to, to meditate but i just meditate i meditate when i'm lying down i meditate when i'm sitting up like this and um i just focus on a sound and then for a set amount of time, and, and that's it for me. So that's what I recommend. You look into the kind of meditation that you want to do. There's many out there, and uh, and just learn to meditate. Really, it's very important. But don't think that you are going to be perfect at it, and that you won't have any thoughts, um, intrusive thoughts. They will come, but you need to learn to manage them. And actually, actually it's a muscle again that you. You exercise and practice and strengthen and with time you might have less intrusive thoughts. But the idea is to be still and to let them come and go. And that is what we were talking about by being present. So we can have a, just a, a short spell of meditation because we won't be able to do it for a long time. But it's something that you need to incorporate in your morning um, routine. Before you go anywhere, meditate. And when you start doing that, I can tell you this: your life will change if you start meditation, gratitude affirmations, cathartic shake, self hugs, and um, setting an intention, deep breathing, and then mindfulness throughout the day. sifts them and then bedtime reflection, or etc. That will change your life. So let's let's just sit still, just relax, and put your feet down, and relax your shoulders. take a deep breath in and out. In and out. Now let your toes come and go. Okay, take a deep breath in and out. In again and out. Okay, so that's basically it. But you can do, um, what I like is when I started doing meditation, I started with one minute bouts. So you can just set your timer for a minute and then sit still and uh, or lie still and then let that minute go. You can focus on a sound in the house i sometimes focus on the sound of the fridge and then and then again repeat you can repeat five times for five minutes or you can do a five minute to 20 minute meditation that's up to you so i hope that was helpful and um thank you so much for watching mahira and noah and i'm hoping that i'll see you tomorrow because tomorrow is likely to be the last day but as i said i'm going to do my sifts and decide whether I'm going to be proceeding or not. And I'm going to do that sift on tomorrow's session. I hope this is helpful for you, and I hope you keep coming back or to check the other videos that I've done, for example, sift to manage your triggers. Quality life before relationships. See you soon. Bye-bye.